Good morning. <laughs> Am I a bit too loud? Am I okay? Okay, cool. Amazing. I'm excited this morning because I have friends visiting from the UK. Heather already introduced them, but um, I love that they're here. They're amazing, and um, I will introduce you to them at the end <laughs> so you can say hi. <laughs> um, let me just grab my Bible, actually, too. And water. Cool. Um, just as we were worshipping this morning... Um, and as Heather was sharing, I can see um, heaven around us, and I can feel heaven around us. And I really believe this morning that the Lord wants to awaken our senses to the kingdom of heaven around us, to open your eyes and your ears to see. And we've been on a uh, journey of building faith, family, community in this season. And and I'm so thankful for the mission that God has given us um, as a church family for new faith that is being seeded in our hearts and to see the reality of God's kingdom all around us and to take hold of what has been released to us. So this morning, I'm going to be looking at faith to see further. Am I like, sorry, I feel like this is so high, so I'm just going to have to stay up here. I usually move, but I might just, I might put it back a bit. There we go. Yeah, is that okay? I don't know how to do it. Oh, okay. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. It's all good. It's good. (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry, it's fine. And so um, Hebrews 11.1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But faith is not blind. Faith is always an invitation to see into the unseen realm. Faith to see beyond the natural and to see the kingdom of God. To see and hear the hidden things of God requires spiritual eyes and ears. It was not just for seers and prophets of old, but it's for you and I today. In Matthew 13.16... I don't know if I slide for that, but, um, but bless, it says, but blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it and hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Eyes to see and ears to hear. Amen. Amen. Right. Let's look at the story of Elisha, the prophet, in 2 Kings 6, chapter 6, 11 to 23. We're looking at, I think I've got a, a slide for that. I'm going to recap the story. So Elijah has just received Elijah's mantle, um, and he's now leading a large company of prophets, and he's giving prophetic counsel to the king of Israel, who is at war with the king of Aram. And in the passage it says, the king of Aram became very upset over this. He called his officers together and demanded, which of you is the traitor? Who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? It's not us, my lord, the king. One of the officers replied, Elijah, the prophet of Israel, tells the king of Israel, uh, even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom, go and find out where he is, the king commanded, so I can send troops to seize him. And the report, the report came back, Elijah is at Dotham. So one night, the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city. Um, sorry, to, uh, to surround the city. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Don't be afraid, Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, Oh, Lord... Open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes. And when he looked up, he saw the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? So let's pray, maybe. 
if you want to. Lord, I pray, open my eyes that I may see. Yeah. Amen. Seeing beyond the natural into the supernatural, seeing beyond limitations and seeing solutions, seeing beyond the immediate and seeing eternally, seeing past this world and seeing the things of heaven. Have you ever asked the Lord, let me see from heaven's perspective without limitation? I want to know your mind and I want to know your heart. He will show you because he wants to show you. He is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. We have physical and spiritual senses. Both sets of senses must be awakened to God by his spirit. Your ability to feel and experience God, not just know God, is so important. It's really vital in our Christian walk. And I'm so thankful for the revelatory gifts that God's given us. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom, prophecy, the gifts of discernment, the gift of discernment, they flirt as something that the Spirit of God spontaneously reveals and makes known to the human heart and mind. And I'm especially thankful for the gift of prophecy, which can bring truth and seed hope and release vision, opening our eyes with faith, in faith, removing the veil from our eyes and revealing the kingdom of God all around us. But how can we know the truth unless we first know the person of truth? Who's Jesus Christ? And as his truth is revealed, we are made free. Free from the lies and deception of the enemy. We are to behold the beauty and majesty of Jesus. When we see him, we see. When we gaze, we are transfixed and transformed into his likeness. We encounter him and his power, his truth, his transformation in our lives. We need to see him and we need to hear him. Amen? Amen. In 2 Corinthians 3, oh, sorry, don't have a slide for this, but 2 Corinthians 3, 16, it says, But whenever a person turns in repentance and faith to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But some translations say freedom, right? Same. And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are progressively being transformed into his image, from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit continually and progressively, continually seeing, progressively growing in revelation, wisdom, and insight. Take a moment. Close your eyes. Take a breath. And look to see Jesus. Behold him. He is beautiful, full of majesty and splendor. He is powerful. He is just and fair. He is full of compassion and kindness and grace and mercy. He is love. His eyes are kind. He looks at you, filled with love and joy and acceptance. You can boldly approach him, knowing you are fully redeemed, for he has made everything right between you and the Father. So approach him, see him, know him. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So how has God designed us to experience the spiritual realm? Your senses. <laughs> Many of us in this room have probably had negative experiences with our senses, or we think we're way too emotional or just 
feel wrong. Um, some of you may wish that you just didn't have senses or feelings or emotions at all because maybe they've been a source of pain or fear and maybe you feel like they run your life instead of helping you live your life well. It's maybe been easier to sense or feel anything or maybe been easier not to sense and feel anything at all. In Ephesians 2, 4, it says... But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved, for he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are, because we are united with Christ Jesus. So though our senses formally became an avenue of pain and sinful pleasure, through the death and resurrection of Christ, they have been fully redeemed and repurposed, and now our senses are a gateway to enjoying life in the Spirit. For some of you to see, hear, and feel the things of God and his kingdom is as natural to use breathing, but for others in this room, maybe today, you don't feel anything at all, or, or hear anything at all, um, or see anything. So do you want your eyes and your ears to open up, to see and hear in the spirit, for your faith to be ignited in a way that causes you to be supernaturally courageous and bold in what God is doing and saying, and to be, do, and say, just as he does. For those of you who are saying yes, <laughs> we're going to pray together. We're actually going to repent for any place where we have rejected seeing in the spirit or disregarded it because you don't believe maybe you can or even that you should. So it's up on screen. Um, if you want to read along with me, um, we're going to do that this morning. Have we got that? Um, so it's slide two, Lawrence, if you've got that. If not, we can repeat it. I'll just... Um, Oh, sorry, it was the right one. Sorry, Lauren's back one. Thanks, Heather. Yeah, perfect. Um, so, God, I am sorry for where I have shut down my senses, where I have rejected them and not viewed them as a gift from you. Father God, I'm sorry where I have allowed emotional numbness. God, I want to feel you. God, I want to sense you. Wake my physical and spiritual senses up to you, God. I want to know what you feel like, what you taste like, smell like, look like, sound like. I want to know you with all my senses. Amen. Amen. So right now, I rebuke the spirit of deception. I command it to be gone from your minds and hearts. I bind up its ability to blind your eyes and deafen your ears to the truth of God, that it would be removed from this place in our lives where we believe lies and have built up ungodly belief systems that give the enemy a stronghold in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And right now... I bless a tidal wave of the spirit of truth to come crashing in, and I bless the kingdom of God to be built by the ecclesia as your eyes see and your ears hear the plans and purposes of God, as you see the blueprints of heaven, as you see what is happening all around you, and as you partner with what God is doing as co-heirs with Christ. For you are seated in heavenly places right now, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Amen. That's your portion. That is my portion. Because we are one with Christ. We can see and we can hear. No more deafening. No more blindness. Amen. Amen. So. <laughs>
felt a bit serious, but it's good because it's so important to see and it's so good to see because it's connection with God. So the question is, what difference does this make in our everyday lives? It gives us faith to pursue and see God's will for our lives, spiritual discernment to teach us how to pray, and heavenly strategies revealed to see God's kingdom come. Slide three, please, Lawrence. (laughs) So we're going to look at knowing God's will for your life, seeing further than what is right in front of you. What God is calling you to is really key in your life and living your life for him. Having faith to see further influences our lives in ways that cause us to come in line with God's amazing plans and purposes for our lives. In Romans 12, 2, it says, and you can see it up on the screen, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. There have been moments in my life where I felt stuck. Decision-making wasn't easy, and hope and vision was really lacking. I lived in a place of a lot of indecision and fear of making wrong decisions. I questioned my future, and I felt far from where I wanted to be. But as I set my mind on God, as I began to search him out, he began to cause my um, he began to cause me to become more aware of what was going on around me in the spirit, and God began to show me what He was doing, um, and also around me. Uh, sorry, and God began to show me. I'm so sorry. I'm modelling up my te- own testimony, and God began to show me what He was doing, and He filled my heart and mind with His vision and purpose for my life. And I went from a place of living in insecurity and anxiety to knowing the decisions I made were Holy Spirit-led. I really actually feel when I was writing that that um, there is a breakthrough coming for many people in this room on decision-making and being led by Holy Spirit. I believe that Holy Spirit wants to come crashing in on your decision-making so that fruition and abundance of life and an almost breakthrough would come um, as you make those choices led by him, that blockages would be removed in Jesus' name and that ease would come. Slide four, please, Lawrence. Um, discernment, uh, spiritual discernment. So the ability to discern Holy Spirit, the flesh, and spiritual opposition. In Ephesians 6.12, it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to share with you what I believe here. Um, And I'll release a blessing over you at the end. So I actually believe that the church at times has become focused on a false theology around demonic influence, oppression, possession, and simply, it must be a demon. When pain or suffering or trial and tribulation occurred, or when we act in our old nature behaviors, making poor choices and suffering the consequences. And I believe because of this way of thinking, the church at points has rejected a correct theology around demonic influence, opposition, or attack because of offense, frustration, and lack of good biblical teaching in this area. In doing so, I believe we stopped discerning correctly and began to believe that any type of demonic influence doesn't exist 
and when difficulties do present themselves in our marriages, our parenting, our relationships, work, health, finances, we weren't able to discern spiritually what was going on and we didn't know how to pray. God wants to teach us how to pray again, how to see by faith what is going on in the spirit realm and pray prayers that cast mountains into the sea prisoners and captives free, see restoration and healing, transformation and breakthrough released, causing the enemy to flee from our lives. We need to become a people that discern and see spiritually what is going on and how to pray and take back what the enemy has stolen in our lives, in our community, in the world that we are living in. Amen? Amen. Amen. Heaven's strategies, slide five. So advancing the kingdom, sharing the gospel. In Matthew 16, um, verse 16, it says, I love this scripture. (laughs) Um, Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. God has strategy in heaven for the advancing of his kingdom, and we, and as we take time to look and see and hear, we can release the strategies of heaven, binding the schemes of the enemy and releasing the kingdom of God. Imagine in your lives, in every place in your life, looking to see, knowing the Father's plans and purposes, and binding up the schemes of the enemy. We need to ask God in faith and with great expectation for his wisdom and insight in everything because the wisdom of God is not the wisdom of man. The answers and breakthrough he has for us is not of this world. His perspective and ways are not our ways. He brings order and multiplication, growth and transformation. He creates and makes a way where it would seem impossible. He opens doors, no man can. He closes doors, no man can. God wants to show us what is all around us in the unseen realm. By faith we access this, by faith we receive it. It's time to see further, to see further in your future with your kids, your spouse, your family, your work, your finances, your business, your health, your friendships. I'm gonna say that again, it is time to see. It's time to see further with your, in your future, with your kids, your spouse, your family, your work, your finances, your businesses, your health, your friendships. God wants to reveal to you and give you his wisdom and insight in all areas of your life so that you know his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Some of you in this room are waiting on solutions and strategies from heaven. The promises of God, the perfect plans and purposes of the Father to be made manifest in your here and now. We need to be listening in each and every situation we are in to see what he is going and what is going on in the spirit and to receive and release it in our lives, the here and now. 
have a few testimonies that I'd love to share with you. Um, and then I'm going to pray to end. Um, I think I just want to share these to encourage you and the simplicity of things. <laughs> um, that, so I'll share with you, first of all, um, about my niece being born. Um, and I was flying, my, my sister Jill lives in Canada and she was going to have her first baby. And I was going to be flying out the week before she was due. Um, to be with her and hopefully I'd be there when the baby came. I'd booked to go for a couple of weeks. Um, and so when I was on the plane and I was flying into Toronto, Canada, just before I was about to land, an hour before, um, I all of a sudden had a vision. I was sat in my seat in the plane and I could see, in, almost in the spirit, it was in the spirit, my sister in labor. And I was like, that is so odd. She can't be having this baby now. But I could see it as, as clear as day. And she was in labor and she was str struggling a bit and she was trying to push her baby out basically. <laughs> and I felt the Holy Spirit say, pray. And I started to pray for her. And for that last hour of the flight, I was interceding and I was praying for Jill as though she was giving birth. Because what I was seeing, I believed it. I took hold of it by faith. And I was like, well, if this is happening, I'm going to be praying for her and I'm going to just ask Holy Spirit. And I started praying that the Holy Spirit would just strengthen her and be with, be with her and just um, bring this little life safely into the world. And um, as I landed, my, I was expecting Kirsten to come and pick me up, who is her husband. But my parents were there. And before they could say the words, I was like, Jill's had her baby, hasn't she? And they were like, yes, she's just given birth. Um, and it was so amazing because just in that moment, I felt, because I wasn't with her, I was still able in the spirit to encourage her and, and bless her through praying for her, that Holy Spirit would aid her and strengthen her. God wants to drop into our lives at any point. He wants to show up and show us what's going on in the world and our lives around us. And so that we know how to pray and partner with him. And so that we um, can see the things of his heaven, the unseen realm all around us. I think we would say we all have the same faith. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in his kingdom. And this kingdom that is at hand, that is all around us, is everlasting. This, this kingdom is not a, like this, this world that will fade away one day. And it's certainly not for when you get to heaven. It's for now. It's not for when we enter glory. And so I just want to encourage you um, this morning to, to ask, Lord, let me see. Let me see like Elisha's servant saw. The, the, the city was surrounded. There was fear in his heart. But then he saw in the spirit the kingdom of heaven. There was more on their side than there was around them. And God, God is doing that in our lives all the time. He has solutions and breakthrough for us today, for every day, for every sphere in our life. So I'm going to pray for you guys. And then we're going to go into communion. Yeah. So Father God, I thank you for the gift of faith and for the ability you have given each and every one of us to see into the unseen realm so that our faith would see further and become a faith that is active in doing and saying as we see and hear you in the spirit. Father, thank you that you have opened our eyes and ears to see and hear. 
you and the kingdom of heaven all around us. I bless this season ahead of you to be one full of building the kingdom, full of fruition, growth, righteousness, peace, and joy, victories and breakthroughs, hope arising as we see further. I bless your ears and eyes, church, to open up today, even now as it was new, as though you would see new today and hear new today in the spirit. I bless your senses. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.